You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. And another tall guy, Christoph Porzingis. He's seven foot three. I got that right because I looked that up. He has been traded to the Boston Celtics, part of a three-team deal between the Celtics, the Wizards, and the Grizzlies. Boston gets Porzingis, the number 25 overall pick in tonight's draft, and a 2024 first-round pick via the Warriors. The Wizards get Tyus Jones, Danilo Gallinari, Mike Muscala, and the 35th pick in tonight's draft. Meanwhile, Memphis gets Marcus Smart. The Celtics have moved to 5-1 to one to win the NBA title. What was your thought when you heard about the unicorn going to Celtics or going to Boston? I, I really like the move, but I, I will say one thing that you can't really measure is the heart and soul of a team, an intangible player, and Marcus Smart is that guy. So they're trading him away for a better basketball player, but a guy that doesn't necessarily have the same feel that Marcus Smart did for the Celtics roster. I just think Boston had to make a move. Yeah, I think so as well. And it felt like Marcus Smart brought some toughness to a team that really needed it. And I still think it's a team that, like, even with Marcus Smart, they needed a touch more toughness, as we've seen in the NBA postseason. But I am interested to see how Porzingis works out because the question's really never been about his talent. It's about how he mixes with the team. And I don't know if Mm -hmm. it's his personality or what, but, like, remember when he was with the Mavericks? Like, something wasn't working out there. Then he goes to New York, uh, and he kind of underperforms there. So, I don't know. Maybe a change of scenery will be a good thing. Like, he's been doing well in Washington, but there are no expectations. There is no postseason. And the spotlight is a lot – it's not as bright uh, if you're playing for the Washington Wizards. So, uh, I'll be interested to see how it plays out, but – I will say this. Don't you feel like the Celtics had to do something when they keep getting so close to winning the NBA Finals? There is a finite window for teams to compete for an NBA title. So the Celtics had to do something. Well, this gives them a a great defensive option. Now, Marcus Smart is a defensive player of the year, I believe, twice. Mm -hmm. So this is a guy who certainly played great defense and they're not necessarily replacing him with someone who's just as good. But Porzingis is a very good defensive player, obviously has length and height, but he can score too. And I think the big thing with Porzingis, which we've seen really going back to his time with the Knicks is he's a great player. It's can he stay healthy? Now, last year he played in 65 games for the Wizards, averaged 23 points, 8.4 rebounds a game, shot almost 50% from the field. So not only is he an add defensively, he also definitely adds a huge offensive punch compared to Marcus Smart. And then also the other story here is that the Wizards finally, I know it's not sexy if you're an NBA fan, but the Wizards have have built a team for 
the last 10, 15 years that plays middling 500 basketball. Oh, yeah, once in a while they make the playoffs as an eight seed. But finally, finally, Michael Winger, who is the newly hired president of the Wizards, got the go-ahead from the owner, Ted Leonsis, to tear apart this team, tear it down to the studs. So Bradley Beal's gone. Kyle Kuzma opted out. Chris Topps Porzingis has now been traded. And they have a bunch of just a bunch of dudes. And this is them starting absolutely from scratch, getting rid of all this money and saying, okay, it's time for a true rebuild. Not let's let's keep Bradley Beal, sign him to this dumb contract, and then also bring in Chris Stops Porzingis, where we're mildly competitive. Now they finally get to start over, and they needed this. Yeah, you know who's really sweating right now? Chris Paul. Because he's sitting around and looking. Uh-huh. And saying, oh, my God, did I sign up to be a babysitter? I thought I was going to be a point guard. But instead, I'm going to be teaching and running clinics for all of these young players. Isn't he still with the Wizards? Because wasn't the the knowledge yeah. saying that, like, okay, they're going to take him and they're going to move him somewhere else. But he hasn't moved just yet. So <laughs> I'm wondering He's not playing if they find Washington. a place for him. There's <laughs> no way. There's no way he will suit up. He will end up sitting out before he plays for the Washington Wizards. So what will happen is he'll be traded. Washington will probably try to get some sort of capital for him, even if it's a little bit of draft capital. Or they'll just wave the guy or buy him. Whatever it is, there's no way CP3 at this point in his career will end up suiting up as a Washington Wizard. In fact, I would not be surprised if he ends up with the Lakers. We keep hearing that, that, you know, he and LeBron are banana boat buddies. They love each other. They've been friends for a long time. Can't you just see CP3? Because he's got some guaranteed money coming to him, a lot of guaranteed money. So what can happen is if the Wizards don't trade him and they waive him, the Lakers can sign him for the veterans minimum or whatever it is if he gets waived and add him to the roster. And I would not be surprised to see LeBron, CP3, and AD give it the old geriatric run. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I know. I just... I feel for him because I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, well, he's not going to be in Washington very long. But, like, they just made a deal, and he was not included. Mm-hmm. So, like, how many deals are the Wizards going to make without, like, Chris Paul being the main guy? And yeah. I know it doesn't really matter for time's sake because, you know, they're going to draft who they're going to draft. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to trade away Chris Paul to get the picks that you want. But still, uh, I'm starting to think that maybe he's getting a little nervous or he's saying, you know what, maybe it's a full-time State Farm career for me. Back to oh, Cliff yeah. Paul. <laughs> well, some other NBA news that's trickling out 
Now, this is just the rumor mill, but according to the Stein line, this was on Substack, the Clippers, at least talking to different rival teams during the draft process, have left the impression that they are willing to listen at least to offers for Paul George. Of course, they brought in Kawhi Leonard, and they figured, okay, let's pair these two guys together. PG, Kawhi Leonard, we can make a run for a title, but it just hasn't worked out, mainly because of health, Chelsea, because neither of these guys has really been healthy the entire time, and it's been very tantalizing because when they are healthy, they're exceptional together. They just never are, and now the Clippers are thinking, if we can get some some return that's worth it, maybe it's time to say this experiment didn't work. God, this is the worst position to be in for any NBA executive because you know what probably is going to happen if they have bad luck? Paul George is going to go somewhere and be great and actually be healthy. Isn't that the yeah. nightmare? Is that like he is the version that you wanted for yourself and once you let him go, he is that version? So, yes, Mm -hmm. uh, the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard uh, had all the potential in the world. And I'll say for Kawhi Leonard, it it wasn't always health. Sometimes he just flat out didn't want to play during the season. But, yes, Paul George is a great player, but he is never playing. So I'm wondering who is ready to take that risk and say, hmm, I'm willing to leverage our future and put it all on the line for this guy. God, I don't know. That's a good question because he's a great piece when he's healthy. These these players who are, and Paul George doesn't necessarily fit into this mold, but we were discussing this during the break. Chris Middleton, Milwaukee Bucks, opted out of $40 million guaranteed. Now he's looking for a long-term deal, and I believe Chris is 33. I'm sure he'll probably get it the way the NBA throws around money, but I, I have no idea who would take on Paul George and his contract or where he would be a good fit. I feel like he belongs with the Clippers. But at what point do you say, in in theory, this was a great idea? I loved it when the Clippers signed Kawhi. I thought this would be perfect because he was coming off that incredible performance and, and winning a world title with the Raptors. I thought PG and Kawhi, watch out. And sometimes just a change of scenery does good for one or both players, and, and it just doesn't work out the way you planned it for for myriad reasons. Right. But I do think it's one thing to try something out. And if it doesn't work, that's fine. But how long do you want to be tied down to your mistakes? Like, don't make the same mistake over and over. I think it's forgivable to try out something and say, hey, this didn't work. It's fine. It was worth trying because you're absolutely right. I do think that this is worth trying, especially for the Clippers who have never even been to the NBA Finals, if I'm remembering correctly. This team needed some kind of firepower and some kind of star power uh, for their team. So I don't fault them for doing it, but like you got to let go of past mistakes at some point. Yeah, it's true. And we've also heard some scuttlebutt, too, that the Clippers are interested in bringing back Chris Paul. I think that would be a bad idea. Remember Lob City was a thing, he and Blake Griffin, and they were yeah, great Blake out there. Yeah, Blake Griffin. But- like, yeah, he doesn't even play anymore. I know. He just he has like, like one he's not dunk. A remember, right. Yeah. No, I mean I know he's in the league, but remember there was that thing where will Blake Griffin ever dunk again? And he finally got a dunk and people lost their minds. Like, oh, he can still dunk. He got one. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.